Welcome. You're listening to the Peace and Passion Podcast, the place for conscious couples and individuals who want to explore aspects of their relationships as a self-growth evolution. I'm your host, Iman Iskander, and I'm a couples therapist and counseling coach on a mission to shore up your relational life with useful information and tips, as well as inspiration and ideas from the great minds of our guests. So you can skillfully and confidently and mindfully navigate the relationship with yourself and with others and with all of life and its challenges. On with the show. Welcome back to the Peace and Passion podcast. In this episode, I want to talk to you about fear and particularly the fear of love. Yeah, look, it sounds all wrong, doesn't it? How can we be afraid of love? How can we be afraid to get close and to show our true selves and to meet someone and unite with that special connection that we call love? But you know, for many people, it's true. I get you. You're scared. Why wouldn't you be? You've been hurt so many times before. You let your guard down. You accepted another person into your intimate space your emotional space, your physical space, you truly loved. And what makes it worse is you even trusted. You believed they were the one for you and they wouldn't hurt you. I'm speaking to you, the person who's afraid of love in this episode. You're maybe afraid of letting someone in, and I get that. If you've been hurt, then it's hard to go and repeat a scenario when you're not sure if you'll be hurt again. You might be the person who's married and doesn't quite want to be vulnerable and trust, or the person who's dating and holding back a little bit behind a wall, or maybe you're the person who's never dated and refuses to date because you're afraid of rejection yet again. For many people, when they're in the dating game, they have had so much rejection particularly with this new world of online dating where you don't really know the intentions of the person that you're talking to, whether they're just killing time, whether they're just being bored and trying to kind of make some connections but not really wanting a relationship, or whether it's the opposite, they're really there because they're looking for that special someone. And so rejection can occur in those instances and often it's really got nothing to do with you. Many times it's really just about the other person and where they're at. So, or maybe that's not your case at all. Maybe you've been in a long-term relationship and you're really fearful of just taking that other step, that one step closer, like cementing your relationship in some way by living together or moving in or getting married or whatever the next step is for you. One thing is for sure, When fear emerges, it just paralyzes you. You can't take a step forward towards that intimacy and the love and the union that you really do want. And we all want that because we are innately social animals that are kind of designed to meet and mate and live in groups. So some part of us would want that intimacy and that connection. The reality is hurt happens. It's as simple as that. Hurt does happen. Some people will hoodwink you or trick you and some people won't be as they show up. And so fear does set in. 
But what do you do when you want love in your life, but you're scared of letting someone in? The pain of that rejection and that hurt creates this internal tension. And part of you wants to connect and part of you is afraid of letting someone in. And the pain may have been so great in the past that it left you sobbing and crying and alone and withdrawn. And you don't forget that because anything that's got that level of intense emotion inside of you is held in memory to keep you safe and protected for the next time. And there's no two ways about it. Rejection does hurt. There's not a person on the planet who hasn't been rejected because, as I said, hurt happens. We all know the feeling, that excruciating pain of rejection, you know, the emptiness of not receiving what you'd really hoped for, love, care, connection, or maybe even just feeling foolish because you trusted someone and you gave your all and you're only met with either rejection or abandonment or betrayal and then you promise yourself never again. What makes it worse is when you have trusted, when you have allowed that special somebody into your private physical or mental space, because that's trust, that's the letting go. You've allowed them in and you didn't see the red flags. You didn't see anything coming around the corner. You were open then and now you're hurt because your trust was broken. Look, the reason for the betrayal or the lack of trust or the rejection doesn't really matter right now. I just want you to know that, yeah, look, rejection feels the same no matter what the cause is. But Alfred Lord Tennyson gives us some wisdom about love. And he says, it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. There's a lot of wisdom in that saying, because we all want the experience of love. And we all want the joy that it brings, the warmth, the assuredness, the trust, the care and the reliance on someone knowing that someone's there for you. We are programmed to be that way, to be with one another. But with love comes a risk. There is the risk of being hurt. And it's always in the choosing. You make up your own mind, whether you're doing it consciously or unconsciously, A decision is being made inside of you about whether you move towards love or whether you stay afraid and not trusting. What a shame to resign all of our needs to fear, to hand it all over and let fear be in charge and drive the bus of our life journey and our possible deeper connections. Do you want to hand it all over to fear? Because there's another way. You can have a better relationship with fear, befriend it, learn from it, know from it, and learn to trust yourself. Deep inside of you, there's inner wisdom and inner core that is communicating to you all the time. If only you would just tap into that intuitive knowing that you have, then you could move forward with certitude and trust. Look, it's hard to let someone in when you've been hurt. But I want you first to know, how do you do fear? Because that's really important because people sometimes don't even know they're afraid. They just make decisions and don't know that fear is in the seat of their, in the driver's seat of their life. It's driving the damn bus. You're going on a journey and you're not even in charge. You're not the boss when fear is there. So do you not allow yourself to fail for fear of maybe being hurt? Do you procrastinate? never ever being certain about the relationship 
Are you the sort of person that runs hot or cold, hot one day and then cold the next day? Do you emphasize the bad, undesirable qualities of that new potential partner or your existing partner so you never actually get to see the good? Do you marinate in doubt? Yeah, that's fear. Fear is there. If all of those things are there for you, fear is there. I want to know how you protect yourself. Do you doubt or become uncertain in the next relationship because maybe a rejection lurks around the corner? Has relationships always fail become your new mantra (laughs) so you can no longer see any good? And it may keep you safe, but it's not going to give you love and connection. Are you being safe by never entering a relationship fully? You're always on guard and waiting for the breakdown. Do you keep the memory of your last failed relationship top of mind so you end up sabotaging and pushing love away? Do you remain uncertain forever, never being able to commit and proclaim you are in love? That's a really common pattern for people because a fear of commitment is a fear of love, of getting too close, a fear of being heard. If I let myself go with you, you may hurt me. But with love, there is a risk. And what you do is you protect yourself by learning to build inner trust capacities, inner capacities to be able to know how to navigate the wobbly bits in relationships. Look, uncertainty and lack of commitment is your worst protection. When you love, you need to let go of doubt. Doubt offers uncertainty and that feels safe. Well, you never have to be vulnerable, you But you never relax. You're always on guard, watching for the signs of rejection. That way you can act accordingly. And if you sniff out that rejection's around the corner, you can flinch and be ready to react and push away emotionally. After all, you want to be the first to reject because then it won't be your pain. Or so you tell yourself. Yeah, yeah, at least that way you can trick yourself into thinking you ended it, you didn't want it anyway, there's no rejection here, it was all your choice. And you go on, keep on keeping safe, you can carry on like that forever. But then it also means that you don't find the connection, the love and the depth of bonding that you may want. Keeping yourself single is lonely when all you really want is a safe relationship, but you don't trust yourself to be able to know how to keep safe. And you can't see the red flags beneath the charm of that very undesirable partner that's going to actually hurt you. So you don't know how to do it. How do you choose a partner? How do you know what to look for? What do you do when problems start to arise? How do you communicate about the problems and resolve them? How do you give a second chance but not a third and a fourth about some really important things? Hey, don't blame yourself. Where, where in school were you taught about relationships? Where were you taught about narcissism or borderline personality? Nope, you didn't learn that. Not from school anyway. You may have learned it from the school of hard knocks. That's life. But look, we can change that. Let's change that now. I can give you all the lessons you need to spot the red flags in mate selection, that partner, and also to trust yourself and the decisions that you make. Even if you are in a relationship, you can be just as lonely. You can be safe and cocooned behind an emotional wall, never ever really letting your partner in. 
and just feeling safe by being in your own space inside the relationship. But trust me, that is hell. I know. I am a couples therapist and I see many couples in pain because of this exact dynamic. When you love, you need to release and let go and come out from behind that wall, that wall that keeps you distant and uncertain. That means you trust. But it's impossible to allow yourself to trust if you don't feel that you have the capacities to protect yourself should something happen. Knowing that you can pick yourself up, that you can carry on with your life and that you'll be okay. After a period of grieving, if something happens, you will be okay. That is trust. That is full trust. It's actually trusting yourself. That big ingredient trust is the reason why it's so hard to have a relationship, especially when you've been dumped or rejected or hurt or you've just had regrettable incidents between you. Good relationships are about the regrettable incidents, but they're also about the recovery. Did you know that a relationship is made stronger when people do a repair and recover and heal the wound? Because they understand each other more fully. So it's not just about saying, oh, sorry. It's about actually learning about your partner from the regrettable incident. So if you've been together for a while, there will be moments of disillusionment. There will be pain points. There will be minor or even major hurts. But that does not single the end, signal the end because there are the opportunities to grow. That's what it's all about, growing. Growing you and growing the relationship. And through all that pain and suffering that you may be feeling, we can learn to grow ourselves and to know ourselves and to be with ourselves in a new way, always releasing into trust so that we can allow another person in. Because being with yourself and knowing how to navigate yourself is the way to gain the stability to let someone in. Yep, you heard it. Cultivate certitude. When you're certain, when you're assured, when you have this magnificent quality called certitude, you can look after yourself. So you can trust yourself. You trust that you can rebound and recover, that you can assert your boundaries, that you can be okay even in the face of rejection. You know you have the skill set to manage yourself and not to be crushed to the deep depths of darkness. That's when you can be free to let someone in. You'll need a helping hand to know yourself even more deeply and trust yourself with absolute certainty. I can help you with that if you want my help. If you'd like to learn more about these competencies for a great relationship and you want to learn how to trust yourself and to be trusting in relationships, have a look at Grow Part 2. It's there for you. You'll find details in the show notes. Thanks for listening to the Peace and Passion podcast. If you'd like to stay in contact, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. Now, if you like something here or if something resonated with you, I'd love your encouragement to keep this going. You can do that with a review, a like or a share, or just by telling someone that you think will benefit from hearing this podcast. Take good care now.